What's up, American football fans? Thank you so much for downloading. Show us your TDs. Hey, I just wanted to get on here. First of all, this is Anthony Aljefe, uh, creator and owner of the Not After 30 Network. And I just want to say I'm really sorry. This is my bad. I thought this uploaded a couple days ago. It didn't. So all those listening, um, I apologize that it's not up. But it's here. Well, I guess late better than never. I guess. It's Vic, number one fan of the show. Thank you so much for reminding me. I appreciate it. And Goob's my battle, right? So hopefully moving forward, we'll have a little bit more consistency with this. Now, with that being said, blow the whistle on with the show. Fans and fantasy football fans around the globe. Here's another installment of Show Us Your Titties. Oops. Sorry, that's a different podcast. Show Us Your TDs. <laughs> it's your boy, Melky. Always doing things the Melky way. With my brother from another mother. A.K.A. Senior Gooby in honor of Taco Tuesday. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. You know, good week this week. So, but uh, yeah, I'm doing well. We also got a special guest tonight. We Welcoming back. Oh yeah, welcoming back. We got Ball Walker from the Wow I Had Mustard podcast and the Blue Jays podcast on the Not After Thirty Network. Yeah, thanks for having me back, boys. Pumped up. Hey. Uh, back by popular demand, man. Back yeah. by popular demand. Oh, not, 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 not popular as in team popular, <laughs> but popular as in personalized popular because your team is shit. Well, and you can't no, even beat the lonely Bengals, you know. Yeah. I, I'm sure we'll get to that this episode. I'm not worried about that right now. I'm sure there will be Eagles coverage. <laughs> you, you should be. Okay, first off, since I'm the guest, I want to bring up what Gooby's wearing right now. Yes, let's let's mm. dive. I've been a Heat fan all my life, baby. A Miami Heat jersey, if you can't see us right now, folks. Miami Heat. I've been a Miami Heat fan all my life. Yeah, Mel, you change nodding your head. That's the right, uh, right, like that. Look, yeah. look. I I watched Dwayne Wade and Mark. I'm I'm more of a Dwayne Wade fan, but then once he played for Miami, I just kind of grew into it. Look, I watched Dwayne Wade play in Marquette. I watched him get drafted. I watched him play for Miami. I watched him win championships. Not one, not two, but three championships. Wait, no, isn't it four actually? You read the Wikipedia. Four. You tell us. Hey, no, I'm pretty sure he's got four. I think he's got. Uh, Ooh, who's the fourth? Because he actually doesn't. He's got three, buddy. Does he? Does he? Oh. Does he? Oh. Two, two, two a Shaq, <laughs> one with LeBron. Yeah, this you're is right. your team, and you don't know the Look, history. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while since I watched any basketball. You know, I just started watching the playoffs literally last night. So it's it, it is what it is. I'm not the biggest basketball guy, but when it comes to Miami, I love watching them play, and I like to see them in the finals. Eric Spolstra, you're doing a good job, buddy. There There's you have it, Eric Spolstra for president. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Donald Trump can do it. Spolstra can do it, too. Oh, God. All right. Let's bring it back to the actual sport we're covering. I want to hear about your guys' week in fantasy. Uh, Gooby, why don't you go first since you finally got on the win column? I got my first W, and it feels <laughs> great. I told you guys last week on our uh, special delivery, Derrick Henry, you got put up or get the fuck out, and you put up. You put up. <laughs> how, many, how many points? Derrick Henry put up 25 points with two touchdowns. Destroyed that. I'm so happy that happened. I'm so happy that my team finally won. 
They're looking okay. I still got a couple flaws in there, but I won 40, 143 to 115. Pretty good. I think I put up the most points this week. That's always um, a great feeling. Yeah. No, yeah, you your opponent. Yeah, it, it is always a great feeling. You know, Josh Allen, my Lord and Savior, I Unreal. fucking love you. Yeah. 43.35 points. I, I, you do. You're looking like the MVP of the NFL right now. Yeah. I, just the, I, just I, I, I have no words. Just the numbers he's putting up, it's insane. I mean, we'll go into that a little later, but talk I, about it. Like you said, MVPs right now. Yeah, they're no, the one the one person on my team that I didn't think would carry my team. You know, he's not carrying in the biggest way, but he's carrying in the small way. Robert Woods, 15 points. You've been or 16.4 actually. You've been Mr. Consistent. I fucking love it. Keep doing what you're doing. I know you're probably never going to listen to this, but on the off chance that you do, I love you. <laughs> there you have it Robert Woods if you're listening Gooby has professed his love for you <laughs> but yeah no I, I had a great week this week I'm hoping it goes on to the next week um, we'll get more into that after I want to hear about your fantasy week this week Malky <sighs> well not good. <laughs> not good at all the king has been taken off his throne for now uh Let's just say kickers aren't my best friend going back to last year. I thought the Seattle kicker was going to ball out because they were playing Dallas, who can't play defense to save their lives. And he got me measly four points. Where I had Crosby last week, and Crosby's been killing it this season. And he did it again. So I lost to Jen, who doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. And yeah, like... My crown is gone, like for now, for now. But yeah, just a disappointing week. And it's funny because I started off with only two players and my two players were kicking her six players asses in the one o'clock games. And yeah, just nobody else came to perform like Josh or not Josh Gordon, Melvin Gordon, like <clears throat> way to not show up. Hey, you could you could add Derek Henry from Melvin Gordon. We were talking about this. No, 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 no. Bob, you want to hear his idea of trades? My trade was no. Hunter Henry, <laughs> you, Derek you Henry, for Melvin down. Gordon, and no. Stefan Diggs. He's a liar. He's a liar. This man wanted to take Stefan Diggs, okay. Melvin Gordon, um, Debo Samuel, and something else. For, no, no, it was just the three for my okay, three for Dion Lewis, who he just dropped a couple days ago. Um, <laughs> uh, who was it? Crowder? What shitty? No, I, I was <laughs> I was giving you Derrick Henry, Hunter Henry, because you need a fucking tight end. No, it was Hunter Henry. It wasn't even Derrick Henry. It was Hunter Henry. It was a tight no. End. I was giving you Derrick Henry too. No, 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 no. It was Hunter Henry. It was Dion Lewis. That joke, Dion Lewis, and I was some shitty ass wide receiver for like half my AJ, team. No, I was giving you AJ Brown. AJ Brown, who hasn't played yet, like, and I was giving, and I was giving you Derrick Henry. I only saw one Henry, and it said Hunter before it. <laughs> no, I gave, you, I gave you both. I gave you Hunter Henry, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and um, who was the other guy? Fucking Dion Lewis. There, there's Four. a reason. There's a reason nobody trades with you. Let's just put it that way. 
is really such a crazy. I, 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 I'm seeing tw- I'm seeing 25 points from fucking uh, Derrick Henry. How much did Melvin Gordon get you, bro? I only lost because my kicker. Otherwise, I'm sorry. I how much did Melvin Gordon get you? I'm sorry. What's your record? No, don't matter. I'm asking. I'm talking about this week right now. But I'm pretty sure it matters in the standings. You're still what? You're, what are you? I'm six? still talking about. I'm st- I'm talking about last week. Who's ahead? It don't matter. <laughs> How much did Melvin Gordon get you? Okay, but finally Henry you did could something. Have, you could have won if you had Derek Derrick Henry. If I Just put Goff in, I would have won over um, Big Ben. So woulda, coulda, shoulda, whatever. I'm just going to annihilate Lisa this week. That's my opponent this week. She's atop a of the food chain. I was uh, going to say, speaking of, because you were, you were talking about, um, you know, losing to a player that doesn't know shit. Top of the fucking league right now is a player that doesn't know anything about football. She's yeah. only in it because her boyfriend's in it. <laughs> no, she actually joined before him. Oh, really? Yeah, and they <laughs> were together yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Bob, going back to it, yeah, just a disappointing week. Um, there's nothing like being taken off your high horse. <laughs> yeah. So, so who are you thinking about streaming kicking this week? Uh, well, I don't want to say I'll text it to you because oh, yeah, certain guys in yeah. our... Just in case he wants to be a dick, because he still has priority in the waiver wire. Over. I already know who you're gonna go for. It's the freaking <laughs> second second coming of Adam Thielen and Jefferson over there. No, we were talking kickers, man. <laughs> oh, kickers, you want? Okay, oh. I don't need a kicker. I got one of the best in the league, so I'm no, okay with he's that. He's on top this week. You got to know that, man. This week he won, you lost. You got to know that. This week I put up I the most points. I won. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? You're still one and two. <laughs> but yeah, no, disappointing. Uh, but I, I'm hoping to bounce back this week. Yeah. Uh, I have, like, the, my problem is I have so much depth. So playing, obviously, you go with the matchups. And I have to find the right matchups. But I have, like, I have Devin Singletary on my bench. I have Stefan Diggs on my bench. I have. Jared Goff on my bench, but I'm starting him this week because he's playing against the shitty-ass Giants. I have Big Ben. Like, I have Debo on IR. I have Kittle, who's hurt, but who's supposed to be coming back. Like, I have talent throughout. It's just where to play him. Well, that's, Sorry, you, can't, that's you can't talk about injuries while I'm here, okay? It's just... <laughs> no, you're not Kevin Foster, all right? <laughs> Look, A.J. Brown, Jameson Crowder, Christian McCaffrey, all out, okay? J- Okay, James Crowder is a bum. So Look, he put so up even... 17 points in the first week. Okay. The, McCaffrey is a huge blow. That, that's a big one for you, Gooby. I feel bad for you there. It is, but I got his backup, so it's okay. Yeah. Okay, Ball would have had 20 points if he played for the Jets, okay, in week one. So don't <laughs> All right, all right. Let's 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 uh let's keep going here and let's talk about next week's matchup. Um I got Jen Bear over here, the girl you just lost to. Uh, I'm predicted 116 over 109. I'm looking at the quarterback <laughs> matchup right here. I'm going to absolutely destroy her this this week coming up. That's Tom really Brady versus Josh Allen. Right now, Lord Brady, you're under. You you ain't no lord anymore. Look at looking at Josh Allen right now. He's he's the he's the lord and savior over there right now. Um Saying you're going to win 116 to 109 is not domination. It's <laughs> oh, don't worry. That's the prediction. <laughs> you should have seen the prediction last week when it was a 50-50 last week. 
and yeah. I still put up 143. Okay. So the only the only place I'm concerned about right now is the uh, wide receiver matchup, DeAndre Hopkins versus Adam Adam Thielen. DeAndre Hopkins way better. Um, the uh, running back situation. Hopefully, Derrick Henry can keep going the way he he went last week. Uh, she's got maybe <laughs> she's got one of the best running backs in the league open. right now. She definitely does have one of the best running backs in the league, league right now, Josh Jacobs. Unbelievable. He didn't do anything last week. That's the he, shitty thing. That is true. Um, but yeah, it's 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 looking like a good matchup. I'm I'm hoping to take a take a W this week. Uh, Melky, what do you got this week? Uh, before that, Bob, what do you think of his matchup? Like, what do you like? What do you don't like? What don't you like? Uh, it, it's tough. There is some breaking news we'll talk about later, so I don't know about the Derrick Henry situation. Okay. Um, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Josh Allen, the way he's going, I, I can't doubt you right now, Gooby. Honestly, I could see you going 2-2 two and two this week. I mean, that that's a hot team as it's going. You picked up McCaffrey's backup, like you said. So, who's your defense? Uh, Pittsburgh. They're oh. playing. They're playing Tennessee. Everything's gonna come back full circle during this episode for all of our little segments. But uh, Gooby, I'm I'm liking your chances. That that's a pretty good team. She's got Chicago's defense. Just saying. Hey, they got big dick energy right now this week. So you don't ever <laughs> doubt that. Don't ever doubt them. That's tough. That's tough. But uh, walk, yeah, walking on sunshine. You know, finally getting rid of that bummed uh, Trubisky. So yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick- Man, he brings in that WAP, that worship and praise. You know, he gets that team <laughs> locker room chemistry going. He's good. The, the the Eagles fan talking over here. Yeah, yeah, about the guy who won us the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Melky, how you looking this week coming up? Well, I'm projected at 122, which is actually going to climb if I get the two uh, waiver wire picks. And she's projected at 112. But, I mean, they don't mean anything. Our matchup, I've got Jared Goff versus Dak Prescott. I mean, Prescott's out. Have you seen what Jared Goff's done lately? I have. Okay. And he's playing the the G-men. So, I don't know. I kind of like my chances there. Uh, Wide receiver, it's, you know, what's anyone's game? I got Calvin Ridley and Mike Evans versus DK Metcalf. Ballin'. And, um... Allen Robinson the third. Yeah. Uh, um, running backs, I got Zeke and the rookie Clyde, Edward, Hilaire, and she's got Miles Sanders and um, James Robinson from uh, Jacksonville. That's not, you know what my f- fucking Eagles bullshit, but Miles Sanders is like one of the few bright spots of that team. Yeah. And Robinson for a rookie running back, that's pretty good. He's been a stud. He's been a stud. And then uh, our flex or our tight end, she's got uh, Joe New Smith uh, from the Titans, but remains to be seen. Um, I've got Kittle. Hopefully, he makes his debut. If not, I got to throw in Hawkinson from Detroit. Always pick up Derek he- or Hunter Henry if you want. Why? <laughs> you should have traded for him, man. You should have traded for him. Yeah, give him half my team. Yeah. Gooby, Gooby, learn how to trade. <laughs> the guy who was in first place, trade away half your team. Yeah. He's not in first place anymore. anymore. He's in third. <laughs> I'll be back in the top. Don't worry. I got uh, Melvin Gordon as my flex. She's got uh, Antonio Gibson, rookie uh, uh, running back from the Red. The, sorry. 
I almost said red, you know, yeah. but no name. The Washington no names. And then the kick, I got the New Orleans de- uh, defense right now. She's got San Fran, but I'm looking to pick up a different defense at the moment. So it's that, yeah, that's a pretty tough matchup you got this week. I mean, the only New York defense or the only New York team that matters is in Buffalo. So going against the G-men, I mean, that should be solid points. So yeah. uh, that's that's a tough one. RBs, you're pretty good there too. I would say, even though I obviously want to be a homer with Miles Sanders, I would say you have the edge there. Yeah. And, and the G-men, I I don't know. That's I, I'm I'm thinking you boys are going to pull out some wins. I like the optimis- optimism. Uh, I, I was scheduled to pound Jen last week, and it didn't work out. So you, you never know. <laughs> yeah. And not literally. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Is of, anybody going to pick up on that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, though, let's uh, dive into the uh, week three highlights, boys. Uh, interesting week three. Uh, let's start it off with the first NFL tie this season between the Bengals and the Eagles. Bah, take it away. Where to fucking begin? I, I don't know what's going on with this team. So first off, my number one big issue, this is a Philadelphia sports team. Grow some balls. <laughs> not going for that kick in overtime. Are you kidding me? That is not what they did as a coaching staff. When we won the Super Bowl, what, however you guys feel about the team, that is not the way they were coached. And maybe they are pussified because there's no fans in the stand or something, but <laughs> you don't go for the tie. Who cares? I would rather the kicker go for an over the over 60 yard kick and not make it than just be like, yeah, let's punt it. Great. What, what is that? New York football? Like, come on. <laughs> um. Maybe he just didn't have confidence with the laces being out. Like, who knows, man? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it shows all the comments are true about the year we won the Super Bowl, how much of an all-star coaching staff we had in Philadelphia. You guys just need to go back to the Philly Philly special. That no, that is just the perfect one-time play. I'm talking about like <laughs> Frank Reich in Indianapolis, you know, like these guys who were on the coaching staff. I think they had more of a say than just Doug Peterson, who's just completely at the helm right now. I mean, you go for that kick. That is so frustrating to me, and I I can't stand that. I personally and go for it. Yeah, I personally think that you know there's some roster changes that need to be made for Philly, oh. starting with your quarterback. I was okay. just about to ask you both that. Yeah, that was so, be my my next question. I'm not giving up on him yet. Okay, I'm saying that right now. He's still young enough. But he's got to be benched. Time to sit. Maybe a couple games. I definitely think maybe more than one. Bring in, I don't know, McCown as the vet. Or bring in the rookie. Whatever you got to do. But there's got to be some, I don't know if discipline's the right word. But there's got to be some accountability to the way he's playing right now. Because our division, and you guys are Cowboy fans, our division is shit. It is still Terrible. up for grabs. It's for trash. Anybody. It's trash. It's the worst division in football. So, I- if one of these teams just gets a little bit of their head, a little bit out of their ass, which I don't think they can, they can go into the playoffs. So I was having a conversation with a guy at my work today or yesterday talking about football and, and mainly the NFC East. And he's like, the winner 
can go freaking was it nine and eight or uh, or eight and eight? Eight and eight. That's that's mind blowing. That the top seed of that division of the NFC East can go eight and eight and still be number one. If Dallas and Philly do their typical shit and implode on themselves and blow it, we could be the first division to have a team with no goddamn name making it to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just imagine the the Washington no names win the Super Bowl. Like, what 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 kind of world are we living in? All right. Well, first yeah, of all, that's not that's not happening. But oh, they, we know that. They in the division. <laughs> That's I do, I do, I do want to touch base on your uh, quarterback situation. I'm looking at the stats right now from last week. Uh, Carson Wentz, 29 out of 47 attempts. 29 out of 47 attempts. 225 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and now we're talking about your offensive line. Three sacks. That's not. That's that. There's got to be accountability somewhere. Um, you know, you can start with your offensive line, but right now I think mobile quarterbacks are in. So you need someone who can move out of the pocket. And I don't see Carson Wentz doing that. Well, ever since that big hit in the playoffs, when we were on that run, he has never been the same, but, um, we have Jalen hurts, a young quarterback. That's going to be your running guy that you're talking about. But, but going back to Wentz three touchdowns this season, six interceptions, so double the amount of touchdowns. His completion percentage is what? 59.8%. Um, not good enough. Not good enough. And like I said, this could still be a playoff team in the shittiest division. But you got to have some some hope on where you're going in the season and, and have some goal that you got to reach. So it's time for Philly. And, and if they had Philly fans in the stadiums, do you think this shit would be going on? Oh, they'd be getting booed like crazy. Seriously, do you think they wouldn't have gone for that kick if the stadium was full of Eagles fans? There's no way. You might get murdered. Uh, is, is Doug Peterson uh, on the hot seat? I don't know. Not yet. I definitely could see at the end of this season. I think it's one of those weird things where COVID comes into play. And um, he has still, you know, a good winning record playoff appearances so i don't i don't see it happening unless maybe it's week seven to week 10 in that area the division's still up for grabs we're just there and you know maybe there's someone else in mind i i could see that i mean howie makes some good calls for ownership so um i don't know right now i do not see him moving but but he's got to do something Bench Wentz, I understand you paid him way too much money as it is right now, and it's a pride thing. You don't want to sit him, but come his, on. His contract, his new one, doesn't start till next season, or actually yep, the following season. So I'm not, I'm not giving up on him yet. But this is, this is a shit show right now. There's got to be, like I said, accountability. All right, all right. All right. Well, uh, speaking, speaking of winning, actual winning teams, let's uh, dive into the Buffalo Bills. Going three and zero. Yeah. Josh Allen. His heroics. Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. Gooby's Lord and Savior. Uh, man, this man posted 311 passing yards, four TDs, one rushing TD. You know, like. Against the Rams, too, which is not Rams. a very, very uh, easy feat to do. 
Bills he already has there. over a thousand yards throwing mm-hmm. this season. Not only that, two rushing touchdowns himself. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs at, is, is the leader with two touchdowns. So that tells you that he's spreading the ball around to the whole team. They are on absolute fire. They are the real deal. They they definitely are. I'm looking at the stats right now. Cole Beasley, 100 yards. Um, you know, Devin Singletary, 50 yards, four receptions, 50 yards. Stefan Diggs last week, he only had four receptions, 49 yards. Gabriel Davis, he had a game too with uh, four receptions, 81 yards. Like, it's it's uh, it's looking like a great offense right now. The and you know, too. Go go ahead, Malky. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's a balanced attack. Josh Allen, you can see the confidence in 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 Josh Allen. Like, he's not scared. He's not scared of the moment. He's taking the team on his shoulder, and he's got that all that so all those weapons at his disposal. So. Bill's Mafia, man. There's going to be a lot of tables on fire. Yeah, he's, he's a lot got, of broken tables. He's <laughs> got a QB rating now of 124.8. Insane. Out, outstanding. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, 1,038 passing yeah, yards. Like, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking great right now. Completion I, rate, 71.1%. And I mean, for our few, our our segment in a bit, the boomer bust. I didn't choose him, but I was going to choose Diggs because I actually have drafted that guy two years in the past. <clears throat> I think he is a solid wide re- wide receiver. He needs a complementary receiver with him, no Absolutely. doubt about it. Absolutely. There needs to be someone to relieve pressure from Diggs because he can't just carry the workload by himself. That's why Thielen and him work so well. I was going to call it the Thielen aspect right yeah. there. He definitely mm-hmm. needs as a second receiver and a pretty competent running back just to switch up the game. But right now, that guy, even though I didn't choose him, he is a boom, especially with Allen. You cannot go wrong. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, well, how about the best highlight of week three? The Falcons choking yet again. Back to back. <laughs> Not much I can say about that, you know. The Falcons are the Falcons. They love the choke. I just, I don't, I, uh, it, it's rough, but you know what? Later on, we'll talk about it. Yeah, but just quickly, honest question. The way yep. the season's going, what do you guys think about Quinn? Do you think he's on a leash? The same question you asked me about Peterson. I yeah. think, sorry, go, go ahead. No, go, no, go for it, Mo. Um, he's definitely on the hot seat. He hasn't rebounded from the Super Bowl. You can yeah. tell. You can absolutely tell all of them happened. There's no confidence. Like they were terrorizing the Bears. They had them in their wheelhouse. They had the Cowboys. It's it's a mess over there. I mean, Trubinsky is benched finally. Mm -hmm. What Chicago fans are calling for. Atlanta has done this to him. And you lose to Nick Foles, who hey, big dick Nick, all credit. (laughs) But you just lost the week before. That's that's the one thing you're focusing on all week of practice. What else? What other videotapes are you looking at all week? What are you doing? They they lost in humiliating fashion and they did it again. Like it's it's sad. It's sad because Hotland, man, that's a great place to be. That's a great um, sports town, and they're an embarrassment right now. So I, I think honestly, I, I think he might be. I think he might be done after this week if he doesn't get that win. If he doesn't get the dub. Now, there is a bright spot. Calvin Ridley is friggin' sick. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know about Quinn. I, I think I, I could see him going like week five, week seven. If there's another blowout loss, I mean, how can you how can you show your face to the media and the fans when you're just becoming a laughingstock? You you just have to do something. You have to. You can't just trade Matt Ryan. You can't just blow up the team. What are you going to do? Get rid of Gurley for a pick? Like, so so there's so it always comes down with these teams. If you can't get rid of players, you know who goes? The coach. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Gooby? Um. I, I there's not really much to say. It's 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 a hard it's a hard thing, you know. Matt Ryan, you know, Matty Ice is probably one of one of the best to play the game right now, but like they're just not looking like it. I mean him and Calvin Ridley are fucking hooking up like crazy. Um do we blame the defense? Do we blame the defensive coordinator? Do we blame the special teams? Do we blame the special teams coordinator? Like those are the things that you got to look at. It can't just all be on the head coach. And, you know, after last or two weeks ago against Dallas, you know, you got to start looking at other people than just the head coach, because, you know, giving up, giving up a 20 0 lead. That's, that's not on the offense. That's on the defense right there. I, yeah, I think Melky called it with what he was saying about the Super Bowl. I think since that's happened, the players just, once they start, the, the team starts creeping back and they're not scoring touchdowns anymore. And then the score is getting closer. They start panicking and they're like, Oh shit, here we go again. It's going to happen. And then it does because you have that mentality. Yeah. There's no confidence, but I think it comes from the top, which is the coach to, you know, to the players. So we'll yeah. see. You know, you know what though? Speaking of confidence. Yeah. I want to talk about one of the most confident players in the <laughs> NFL right now. <laughs> Patrick. Fucking Mahomes. Okay, like Bro. that that little shovel under under. I don't know what you want to call it, but the <laughs> uh, kind of like a no look underhand shovel pass that he did for a touchdown, mind blowing. Yeah. The most nonchalant touchdown pass you'll ever see. Right, Just and another you know day what? at the office. I, I I thought after the first uh, the first um, possession. Of Baltimore, I thought this was gonna be a, like a a high scoring, like crazy ass game, because you know what Lamar Jackson went for like a 35, 38 yard run right off the bat. Like they were looking great, but they just did not seem to get anything going. Um, but no, other than that, like it, it's battle of the titans right now between those two. Yeah, You're being called kryptonite to yeah. the powerhouse Ravens. You got Bill Belichick and pretty much everybody stroking you off 24-7. I mean, that there's a reason that everybody's predicting them to go back to the Super Bowl. Uh, he's the king. He is the king. Uh, he put up king numbers, four TDs, one rushing TD. That throw to um, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> insane. He did that with his eyes closed. Yeah. That arm strength. Lamar is his bitch. Is three and zero against. There's Mahomes is three and zero against Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So it, it's Mahomes' league, honestly. It's almost annoying how there, good he is. There, there's a reason why he's worth half a billion dollars. Like, yeah. <clears throat> Jesus. Like <laughs> I, I know, I know it's a big segment to talk about, but really, there's not much to talk about because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's worth half a billion dollars, and there's a reason, and that's because he's probably going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the game. Yeah, but you know what? Not not just not just Mahomes, because I mean, 
you're absolutely right. You can't take anything away from him. But the Chiefs have done one hell of a job drafting and, and trading and building that team around him. But Clyde, like you were talking about, we spoke on week two. I mean, year after year, the parts that Mahomes has, not that he's lucky to have them, but just what a, a team to have as a rookie quarterback when you're that good. I mean, you got one of the, sorry, uh, Melky, if you no, no, got something. I mean, no. you got you got one of the I'd say one of the best wide receivers of the game, Tyree Kill, fast as hell. You oh, know, Vegeta. He he definitely can beat you on the straight, and you know Mahomes has got the arm strength to let him go. Uh, you got the best tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey. Like you, the dude the dude's putting up wide receiver numbers. He last week, six reception, eighty seven yards, no touchdowns, but I mean. That, that's wide receiver numbers right there. Like it's it's a tight end league right now. I'm looking at like tight ends are getting the touchdowns. Tight ends are getting the yards. Most tight ends are now looking like wide receivers. Um, I'll get more into that after the on our next highlight. But tight ends are definitely looking like they're gonna be the stars of the league. Well, they're just great in the red zone, right? Yeah, uh, I, I think a big thing about tight end or Malky, go ahead, buddy. No, I was just going to say, you, you have that big target, right? And the game has changed where you need to be athletic and you need to be able to run. So a tight end is essentially a hybrid of a wide receiver and a linebacker. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think besides Lamar and Mahomes and a couple of these guys gunslinging, the game right now, especially this year, but recently has turned into a lot of short passage, uh, short yardage. And that really works well for a tight end. I think that's why they're blowing up because you have just – the quick cut, 10 yards out, and you're catching it and going up the field slowly taking seven, eight minutes. And that's where a tight end shines. So uh, that's where it comes in. Um, but but speaking of uh, great tight ends, the <laughs> one highlight I want to bring in. Wait, your tight end? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a great segment. Great, great follow through on that. But <laughs> that's, that's for the show us your titties uh, pod. Later. Yeah, that's for the show us your titties podcast. But no, speaking of great tight ends in the league, um, I just want to do one good highlight. Uh, and that is Kyle Rudolph, one-handed tiptoe touchdown catch. Woo! Work Lord. of art. Like I said, tight ends are starting to look like wide receivers because only wide receivers make those plays. And it's just, it's unbelievable. These guys are still going off about my tight end joke, but you know what? It, it, it's, I'm saying that they're starting to look like wide receivers and you're, it's, it's hard to stop them now. Yeah. You oh. made us watch that highlight before the podcast recording and it was worth it. Unreal. Yeah. That was unreal. Just uh Gooby, just don't ever go to jail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> your, tight end, your tight end won't be tight anymore. <laughs> Ain't nobody want this, so it's all good. Don't do this great tight end segment every week. Do it kind of sporadic. <laughs> Your tight end. I'm call it. Everybody likes good tight ends. <laughs> hey, I wanted to bring it back quickly though to the Bengals Eagles game. Sure, man. Bengals O line. Joe Burrow is getting buried every week. I just wanted to bring this up. How long can this guy take getting hit before he's one of these? young quarterbacks burnt out and just dominated because he is getting hit so hard consistently every week. And I know the Bengals are terrible, but man. Does he have a tight end? Because that might be the <laughs> <laughs> Tight ends are good blockers too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, 
Speaking of um, speaking of uh, you know, teams and good teams, yes. bad teams. <laughs> no, we're not speaking of tight ends no more. We're speaking of good teams, bad teams. We got a segment coming up, new one called Contenders versus Pretenders. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mel, you want you want to hit us with uh, what this what this is all about? Yeah, just so far a week uh, we've had three weeks of the NFL and. Uh, there's been some surprise surprise teams and there's been some obviously dominant teams and we're just taking a look and a take on who's a pretender and who's a contender. So, Bob, why don't you start us off with your contenders and your pretenders? Okay, so I'll start with my pretender and I'm choosing New Orleans Saints. Ooh. I was kind of iffy choosing this one, but here is my argument for why they're pretenders. I think they're going to make the playoffs. With their division. But do either of you honestly see them beating any of the big teams with the way Breeze is playing? Saying that, I think Kamara is going to have one hell of a season after that big contract. He's sweet. But that defense, New Orleans always has a defense problem besides individual players that stand out. And Breeze is not up to form right now. They do not have the fans in New Orleans cheering them on like they usually do to get that hype. So I do see New Orleans making the playoffs, but I think that's why they're a pretender because they're going to get people hopes up and it's not there. They're going to lose first, second round. Definitely. I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. I think, you know, they might go number one in the division. <clears throat> no, Tom Brady's not looking that good right now. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I could see them going number one in the division, maybe two, but you know, they're they're gonna they're, they're gonna be close. Uh, I agree with both of you. Uh, Kamara's actually gonna have more of a workload because Breeze's yes. arm strength looks terrible. Yeah, Michael uh, Thomas is out, and yeah, it's good. It's gonna be an uphill battle, but they're just that veteran team. Like Sean Payton's such a good coach. Yeah, um, he's even, a cheater though. Even when he cheats, I was just gonna say, even when he cheats, he's still a good coach. So can never count them out. I do agree; they are pretenders. Just. Because they haven't looked great, and that breeze, breeze usually cracks near the end, anyways. Exactly, and and he's never had this rough of a start. And I think it's the same thing as Brady. It's that combination of age, where age alone wasn't really a factor for these guys because they're such athletes. But with COVID and the time off and the not right conditioning, mm-hmm. it's really affected them. And I think it shows in Breeze for sure. Absolutely. All right, who's your contender? This okay contender. Green Bay. A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron is back. <laughs> he is in fine form. I never won my championship, but I did finish second one year. And that year was the year that uh, Randall Cobb and Aaron Rodgers were just blowing up the league. I remember he got me 52 points one game. That's the Aaron Rodgers I'm seeing right now. But more so than Aaron Rodgers, credit goes to Matt LaFleur. I have it right here. The guy's record is 16-3. and three. To start his coaching career. That is a record in the NFL. 16-3. and So full credit to him. They got rid of that Dallas Cowboys head coach now. (laughs) That bum Mike Mike McCarthy. That bum Mike McCarthy. Who I actually didn't mind as a coach honestly. Green Bay was one of those teams I never hated. Because Aaron Rodgers I always drafted him as a quarterback. So I I ended up always following them. But Matt LaFleur what? What a system he has in place. He's such a sick coach. That record speaks for itself. And not only that, but you've got what? Uh, 
Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Valdez Scanling, that guy uh, Lazard or Lazard. Alan. Adam Lazard? Yeah. The He's weapon killing that it. Aaron Rodgers has, and the this year Aaron Rodgers is trying to prove something as well as kind of a fuck you. I love it. I, I actually think the Packers, I still have Seahawks or uh, Seahawks and Chiefs, I think I said. In your Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I the Green Bay is right there. They are second for me. Lazard's in the waiver wire. Someone go pick his ass up. I actually saw a great article that this is <laughs> this will be one of the last, probably the last week to get him if anybody is looking for him. So mm-hmm. hit that waiver wire. Look at look at the shifty eyes over there. He's like, oh, you ruined it. Yeah. No, actually, I went and picked up some other guys, but I have too many wide receivers as it is. Um, but- I, I kind of want to go off of one thing with great coaches and stuff. You know, coaches win championships. You know, and that's and that's. You know, you're kind of seeing that right now in Tampa Bay. Coaches win championships, Tom, not just you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to piggyback off um, Boz Contender. And yeah, for everything you just said, do you remember last year when they hired LaFleur Le- and Aaron Rodgers and him butted heads right at, yeah. right at the start? Yeah. Because he didn't trust the system, because he wanted Aaron to slow it down a bit. Use the running game, trust the defense. Packer yeah. fans were qu- questioning the hire. Absolutely. And who's laughing now? Yeah. That record speaks for itself. So, yeah, they're, you know what? They're well put together, well oiled machine. And drafting a quarterback when you should have drafted a wide receiver will piss any current quarterback off. So, good on you, Aaron. Keep it up, man. Put those yeah. numbers. He's going to be getting a contract either there or somewhere else. Better believe it. All right, Melky. Who do you got as a contender, and who do you have as a pretender? So my pretender, and sorry, not sorry, Jen, the Chicago Bears. And I'm going to tell you why. I mean, even though things are looking up now that they've benched Trubisky because he's a bum, um, they've played three whack-ass teams. Uh, their schedule is about to get harder, and they're gonna, they haven't played Green Bay yet. They haven't played uh, uh, some of the more difficult teams yet in the NFL. So I feel like, you know what, they're a good team. I just feel like they're not a championship team. And for that, they are my pretender. I, I 100% agree. I, I, there's, there's, there's not much I can say. I mean, other than the Bears. But the Bears. I, I I can't see them going anywhere. Their quarterback situation right now is just up in flames. And it, it's not looking good at all. Bob, what do you got to say? Big dick <laughs> Nick. Enough <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <Not> said. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll say pretender. I'm going to agree with you. I don't think they have the legs to stand on to go deep. But don't underestimate what that guy can do at quarterback. I mean, he does have some weapons in Chicago. The one thing you can give Chicago is their defense if they're on with Mac and everybody. So um, I could see them going on a little bit of a run, to be honest with you. I see in no way this the same situation as Philadelphia. And I'm not even going to get into that as like a home or Philly thing. I don't think Chicago has that team, but I could see them going on a little bit of a run. They've got a, kind of like a tough schedule that's the big thing like you're saying they haven't played 
Green Bay their opponent yet. I believe they play the 49ers as well this year. Yep. So it's going to be a, a tough lookout for them. All yeah, right, I, just, right. I just feel like Atlanta handed them the last win. Like Atlanta does it better than anyone. Yeah. They bend over and take it, right, in their tight ends. So That's one of the few things that Nagy has done right as a coach, and nobody thought he was going to do it, the, the Trubinsky bench. But you're right that they just squeaked by and beat Atlanta. But that also can be a morale thing. You got a new quarterback in who's starting this week. You did come back versus Atlanta. So they could, I don't know, they could pick it up. Absolutely. And uh, so for my contender, and as much as I don't want to say this, <sighs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey. Big Ben is back. Big Ben doesn't have to do a lot. Connor looks great. He's actually healthy. They're running the ball more. And he's got wide receivers everywhere. Deontay Johnson, Juju, Canadian boy, Chase Claypool. Yeah. He has weapons, man. And that defense, Gooby, you know better than anyone, that defense is stout. They're, p- they're picking up points, boy. Whatever is Whatever the Watt family fed their children, fuck, I want some of that because beasts. Just stout, stout defense, great high, high octane offense. You know, Baltimore, you better worry. You better be on your A game because they're coming. Pittsburgh is coming. I, I 100% agree with you. Shout out to Allen, who's a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. But, uh, you know, he's, 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 in our, he's in our fantasy league. But I agree. Ben's looking good. Connor's looking good. That defense is looking great. You can't go anything wrong with that. The only thing I can say is, um, I think we said it earlier this this uh, on this episode. You know, quarterbacks, you gotta start being mobile, and I think that's where it's gonna hurt them the most. Is Ben Roethlisberger looks like a fucking freight train when he runs, slow and steady. Yeah, but no, but you know what? Flavor of the month, man. You know, you know what though? You know what? Slow and steady might win the race. So you're you are right, Baltimore. You got you gotta start worrying a little bit. That defense is no joke. I love watching that defense. The big thing for me about Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, that's on our uh, show us show us your titties. I guess everyone's yeah, ready for the, the latest pod. <laughs> yeah. So the big thing with them is I think that it shows that Tomlin is underappreciated as a coach. And I've Mike thought Tomlin of that before. Is. So he is unreal the way he can adapt that system and put players in. And um, full credit to him. I think he's a bit of a loudmouth sometimes, but I got no ill will against Tom, and I think he's a great coach. Hey, you know what? I'm down with a coach that wants to trip a player while they're trying to run for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, he didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, all right, Gooby, finish us up, brother. Yeah, go all right, me. so I got a contender. And, you know, a lot of people might say, you know, you've been ragging on them a little bit, but – you know what? I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans as a contender. Uh, you know, with a 3-0 record and Derrick Henry having a great game last week, look to see more wins from Tennessee in the future. As not only are they getting the run game back, their passing game is looking phenomenal, even without their number one wide receiver in A.J. Brown. Tannehill is still making plays with his arm, and at the moment, Tannehill is looking like a top-10 QB. You know, though their defense is lacking 
if they keep if they keep going the way they're going, look to see them trade for some defensive players and making a move for uh, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Bob. Um, dirty Argonaut style uniforms. Always love it, uh, Tennessee. <laughs> but first off, how shit is Adam Gase or just Miami in general when it comes to Ryan Tannehill? The way he's looking with this team. Full credit to that guy. My little bro is a Miami fan, and he had a Tannehill jersey, still has it. He was always a fan, got chirped. Just He was on the wrong team the whole time. That, that's all it was. Um, but their coaching system, I mean, Vrabel, right? Yeah. Yeah. That guy, I think he's one of those player coaches, even though he's really strict. I think he demands the most, like Belichick, out of that team. And they believe in him as a coach, so they give it. And, Gooby, I I know we stroke Derrick Henry every week for you, but the guy is an absolute monster. Oh, he's putting up the the yards, just wasn't putting up the touchdowns. He's a truck, man. He's a a superstar. He's a superstar. Tennessee, people were surprised when Tennessee made the playoffs last year. No, they are a playoff team for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agree with with the, the two of you. That first of all, that division is whack. So, and Houston has looked terrible. So, you know what? It's Tennessee's to lose. It oh, is, just wait, yeah. It is Tennessee's to lose. Uh, but Tennessee's built uh, systematically like Derrick Henry. Come on, six foot four, and you're a Mack truck. He goes through people, man. Like he, I feel sorry. You know <laughs> who? You know who he reminds me of? Marion Barber. Mary, yeah, Marion Barber wishes. All right. No, 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 just, just, just the, the physical, put your head down and fucking just keep going mentality. Yeah. Marion Barber didn't last that long because that was his mentality. I'm just going to run through everybody. Yeah. But you know, when he did, he looked spectacular. Yeah. No, um, Tannehill, you know, he, like, like you alluded to, Bob, you just gotta be in the right system. And Tannehill's always had an arm. Like it's just, he had trash around him. Yeah. Well, you can only play with trash for so long before you turn into trash. So, you know, he's in a great um, situation now that the, the team is great. The defense will come together. You know, yeah. um, I think it will. I think uh, Clowney will get settled, and they have a ni- they have a nice secondary actually too. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. And like I said, if they don't win, I'd, I'll be shocked. If they don't win that division. And, yeah. and, and and like I said, man, he's doing this without his number one wide receiver right now, AJ Brown. And it's once he gets AJ Brown back, like it's a it's a no brainer. I still All remember right. I had Tannehill as a I had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, and he was on his bye week, and I picked up Tannehill for one week. He got me like fifty seven points as a quarterback just that one week, and it yeah. was the only week he had, or the the only week of the year he had above forty points. Dropped him next. It, oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my pretender for this segment is the Cleveland Browns. Don't brown brown. You know what? <laughs> With a 2-1 record, only winning against the Bengals and the no-names, which by the looks of it is pretty easy, unless you're the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. Just Nothing saying. Easy in Philly. Nothing's easy in Philly. Hey, you're you're talking about a division leading team right there, bud. They're they're tough. <laughs> okay, look, losing losing thirty eight to six to the Ravens, a top seeded team in the NFL. They don't like look like they're going to go 
anywhere far when it comes to the better teams in the NFL. Baker with Baker Mayfield not looking good on their center and OBJ getting under four or less, or sorry, getting four or less receptions a game. You need to give your star wide receiver more, more looks. You're not going to go anywhere. You know, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I see them being a big pretender at two and one, though. I will give you an upside that Nick Chubb after the first week has been lighting it up in fantasy points, scoring under just under 50 points in the past two weeks combined. You know, look for him to keep the momentum going, but he's the only starting Browns player you should have on your lineup. Bet you wish you took that trade from Allen. No, I still <laughs> like my Derrick Henry. Uh, what do you think, Bob? You go first. You go. Or okay, so so I'll say it. So uh, this is the best team Cleveland's had right now for what's going on. So Baker Mayfield needs to stop doing advertisements and get down to the nitty gritty here and and prove it because it's only going to go down from here. The players are going to get more upset. OBJ is a whiny little diva to begin with. So I definitely see them as a pretender. I think Cleveland is going to be one of those seasons where they're in the hunt for the playoff spot and wild card, and they're going to be right there, but definitely pretenders. Nick Chubb, he's sick. He's a workhorse. OBJ, if he would get out of his own ass, like that, that guy actually has skill. Too much of a diva. I don't know. I definitely pretenders. I, I just I just want to put this up before Melky says this thing. You know, we're talking about um, quarterbacks, and he needs to step the fuck up. Look, this dude has just over 500 yards for the season. Look at Josh Allen, man. He's got another 500 on top of him. Like, if you if you want to be a quarterback in the NFL right now, you need to start working at it. Last week, 16 out of 23, 156 yards throwing. That's not a quarterback. That sounds like a running back right there. Okay? Like, that sounds like running back numbers. You know, 16 carries, 156 yards. That sounds like a running back, not a quarterback. A quarterback needs to be throwing about 250 to 300 yards. Um, He does have two touchdowns under his belt, but it it goes back to the whole thing. Your star wide receiver, man. Four or less in the past three games, receptions, you need to step up. Yeah. Melky? Yeah. No, they're they're a whack ass team in a whack ass <laughs> city. Definitely pretenders. Uh, they their next three matchups are tough. They got the Cowboys. Although I can see an upset there because we love to lose spectacularly too. It's that division, man. It's the NFC East. We love to lose. We they got Indy and they got Pittsburgh. Plus they're in the AFC uh, North. <clears throat> Sorry, they're in the AFC North. There there aren't enough wins for them. Baker is. Baker's overrated. Like you said, he needs to stop doing his fucking commercials and be like Josh Allen and actually work at it. Maybe maybe you could get this offense going, but no, you're too full of yourself and you're too damn short. So, yeah, no. they Like we always say, Baker needs to be flushed down the toilet. Pretenders. Yeah. Look, look at the score when they lost to the Ravens and the Ravens just lost to KC. So they are that is why they're a pretender. Yeah, they're going to be fighting for wild card and – keep it a little bit competitive for fans, but still piss them off. But there's no way that they're at the same level as any of the big teams. It, and if you, if you look at the, uh, if, if you look at the scores, I'm not sure I can actually pull them up of the first two games of the season that they had um, against 
the uh, Washington No Names and uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, sorry, the first game of the year was actually uh, the Baltimore game where they lost 38-6. to You know, when they play, play the Bengals, who are shit themselves, 35-30, to <laughs> they still let the Bengals throw up 30 fucking points. Then, you know, you're looking at the Washington no-names, letting them put up 20 points. You putting up 34. Yeah, you're putting up points, but against two of the worst teams in the NFL right now. One doesn't even have a name. So... Pretender on my side over here. Yeah, and, and the one big thing for Cleveland they got to watch out for too playing Dallas is hopefully Dallas doesn't suck out and try to take out one of their players through injuries. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of a Dallas thing. So hopefully uh, Cleveland watches out for that. Uh, unlike, you know, Tristan Hill just friggin' ruining Chris Carson. No reason for that role. No there's a, reason. There's a reason he doesn't play much, and he's only playing because of injury. So that's yeah. fucking brutal. After you make the tackle, you just latch onto a guy's ankle like that and roll a crocodile death like roll. Yeah. No, I, you know what? It was it was disgusting. He didn't even really get disciplined or, or anything. So that is just a crying shame. And that's a, that's another big injury too. And and Tariq Cohen's out. Like all these guys. I told you that for this season, it's going to be a big injury year. It, with the COVID and everything, there are some big names going down. McCaffrey, I mean, Gooby, how you're affected right now. It's it's crazy, and it's going to get worse, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Go well, ahead, Melky. Well, um, since we got Ba here, uh, we decided to uh, throw him a bone and let him uh, try a, a little segment. So, Ba, take it away, brother. Yeah, so thankfully these guys gave me a little – a little space of time to bring something. So we're calling it Boz Blunders. What better way, what better segment for me than people fucking up? So uh, we'll do two to three whenever I come on. Uh, bloopers, blunders, just piss poor management. Anything we can kind of laugh at as football fans. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So number one, just to start it off too, because we want to talk about it. Tennessee COVID. So the breaking news today is that three players in Tennessee, they're not named, and five staff all tested positive. Not false positive, actual positive for COVID. And now they have to be quarantined until Saturday, tested again. The game could potentially be canceled. So COVID week three, the NFL made it into before it affected the season. And maybe they're going to build bye weeks into the year to help if they have to cancel games, but I don't know. This one's going to be tough. I, I can't, who broke protocol? Who broke it? It's the million dollar question, man. <laughs> I was just reading, reading with bringing it. Gooby into the room, breaking protocol. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. See, <laughs> they, they were saying they might so far, the game might happen, but they might may move it to Monday. It's a possibility, but Yeah. What a story! What a story to wake up, wake up to. Um, you know, uh, that's why I, I don't, I still don't believe the NFL is going to have a full season. I think there are going to be outbreaks like this all the time. So I hope I'm wrong, but yeah, it, it, it is, it is a shitty situation that everybody's living in right now. Um, it's, it's definitely not looking too good for Tennessee, but. No, I think it's going to start happening around the league a little bit more. Hopefully it doesn't because we all like our football. We all like to watch it. But 
it's it's a it's a it's a rough thing to go through right now. Yeah, Absolutely. I I see it right now like the MLB. I don't think it's going to stop the league. I think they're going to keep playing until or if it becomes too much. But definitely the first blunder for the NFL of the season or as a organization going into this season. So that's number one. What do you got, number two? You want to hear a big fucking blunder, boys? This is Bill the Philadelphia O'Brien, Eagles. No, Bill O'Brien and Houston Texans. Yes. They are 0-3 to start, and the reason that's a blunder, they do not have their first and second round pick this year, boys. Miami owns that. That That is a management blunder. uh, Yeah, when you trade away DeAndre Hopkins because you don't want to pay him for basically a wide receiver in the game. For basically a box of donuts. Yeah. What leverage does Bill O'Brien have on Houston management? What photos does he have in a folder <laughs> or that sexy. he gets to keep his job? Oh, yeah. If you, if you talk to any Houston fan, they fucking hate this guy. Just I, 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 sorry, Melky. I, I, I just can't believe you get rid of one of the youngest and best wide receivers in the game right now. Like, you are wasting Deshaun Watson. All like, because of money. All because of like, he, he, Deshaun, like... Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Deshaun Watson's what in Arizona right now? Yeah. And look at look at him right now. He's balling out with Kyler Murray, and it's 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 it's, it's unbelievable to think that you would just all all because of a little bit of money you don't want to pay. You know what money gets you? Money gets you the best quarterback in the fucking league at five five hundred million dollars. Pay your fucking wide receiver some money. You got a good quarterback in Deshaun Watson. He's looking like shit right now because he's got no one to throw to. They're going to well, want out, if not already. Well, the thing is, the money that you're paying Randall Cobb and the money that you're also paying Brandon Cooks, that could have been taken yeah. to spend on DeAndre. So why, why you would think, and no slight against Brandon Cooks, because, yeah, he, he's great when he plays. When, he when, when he's in the game and he's in the zone, yeah, he's sick. But that's honestly your replacement. You had DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson with a solid defense. Now you can't even draft in the first two rounds upcoming to supplement any role. That that laughing stock. That was and last well, I think the last two seasons that was my tandem, man. That was my tandem in my uh, in my fantasy leagues was uh, Deshaun Watson, Watson and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. That that was a great tandem to have. So it's yeah, it's unfortunate. It's a great one-two punch, but I don't know. Bill, Bill O'Brien, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he, I don't know. He, he must have something, like you said, over the hanging over the organization because he, he's whack too. And yeah, they, they're, they're, a dumpster, they're a dumpster fire right now. Yeah, they're a, they're a bust for sure. All right, so third for an individual play blunder because the refs are fucking shit and their mob union where you can't say anything bad about them without getting fined is a fucking joke. But I want everybody, if you're listening right now, to go and watch this play afterwards because there is an interception call on Josh Allen where his receiver, I believe it's Croft, comes down with the ball, catches it, comes down with the ball. As he's coming down, the defender puts his hands on it too, and they go to the ground wrestling it. He doesn't even take the ball away, and they call it an interception. An absolute joke by the referees. And there's been a couple of really shady calls this year already. So it's, it's, it's looking like the uh, year that they had the backup refs. 
Yeah. Guys, seriously, go watch it. I've never seen an interception called on a play like this. So it, it should have been a catch. There, there's been a couple of – I had a couple of ones from referees over the last two weeks, but it's just brutal. Typical referee shit in any sport. You can't say ill will against them. Brutal. Malky, what do you think? Absolute garbage. <laughs> um, just absolute garbage. And the thing with referees – like, did they uh, do a booth review? Like, what time was it at? No, 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 no booth review. It was that towards the end of the game. Okay. No, that's why. You know, they're always on their high horse too, and they should be they they're never held accountable. I get it. Refereeing is a difficult task. Like it is one of the hardest jobs to have because people are yelling at you constantly, you have to be alert. But man, you have a set of eyes. I'm pretty sure you could see clearly. Like, make the right fucking call. Yeah. Nah, this is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, brutal referees. And quickly to end this segment, thanks again, boys, for letting me do this, but a asterisk quick shout-out to the Chargers team doctor for puncturing oh, the lung of Tyrod Taylor. Right? are a blunder. And this guy, go look at this guy's rap sheet. I should have written it down. He's got a couple of DUI malpractice lawsuits. This guy is brutal. So good job puncturing the lung of the starting QB. How does that even happen? Yeah. And uh, I have no explanations for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> blunders. Blunders, blunders, blunders. No, there's no words to actually describe how frightening that is. Like, like poor Tyrod Taylor. Like, not only does he not play, he loses his job. The rookie shines pretty bright. And he, and he almost dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he may never play. Not that he'll... He might never play again, but there there could be complications. There could have been more serious stuff happening. So it is ridiculous that that even happened. I know shit can go on, but you think you have the best in the business when you're in an NFL organization before game time. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, All right. it's, yeah. All right, boys, I think it's time to go on to a new segment here. Someone, one that the fans love. That's uh, one of the favorites. Take it away, Gooby. All right, all right. So we have the best segment that we've had on the past three episodes, or two episodes, I think. Uh, and everybody's favorite, Boom or Bust. There you go. I wish, again, we were a really good fucking podcast with the screens <laughs> and everything. We could have, like, explosions going off and stuff. But you know what? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe what, maybe, maybe next time I'll get like some balloons with helium and I'll light them and I'll watch them explode. But anyways, <laughs> uh, boomer bust people. Um, I can, I can kick it off, uh, if, yeah. if you don't mind, but, uh, I'm going to go with a bust, uh, Alan Robinson. Okay. With grabbing 10 catches for 123 yards and a touchdown at 18.3 fantasy points last week. He definitely looks like a great wide receiver to have in your flex. But with just 10 points combined in the first two games of the season, only scoring 28.9 fantasy points overall, and with the quarterback situation in Chicago being up in the air when it comes to the passing game, it does not look great. I'm going to say he's a bust. I don't think he's going to do very well in with you know them not knowing if they're gonna start Trubisky or if they're gonna start somebody else. 
it's 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 all up in the air. I'm gonna say it's a bust. I drafted that guy when he was in Jacksonville. I had such high hopes for him. I thought he was gonna be a stud, just because of his size and, and the way he was catching. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not too late. <laughs> it's a little too late. <laughs> all right, what's your next one there? Or Nicole Malco? I was I was gonna say, do you want do you want our takes? Yeah, you, you give me a bust or a boom. I'm gonna disagree with you. And you know why? Because he has a new quarterback. He's a boom. The man was actually complaining uh, last week about not getting the ball, not seeing targets, Trubinsky being trash. He's got a a viable quarterback now. Look what he did. Look what he did uh, with Foles. And that was a small sample. I expect him to be the go-to. Well, he already is, but I expect him to have more more, uh, targets more TDs. Um, it's just unfortunate the Bears suck. But yeah, I'm looking at him as a boom. And uh, Je- Je- uh, Ba, you, what were you going with? A bust or a boom? Uh, I'm going with a boom right now, too. I already talked about Foles and what he can do as a quarterback. Big I mean, Dick he's got Foles. The ring. He's got the green ring to prove it. So yeah. that's a boom. All right. All right. So uh, I'm going to go with my second pick on boomer bust. And yeah. you know what? I'm doing another bust, man. Mark Ingram, Baltimore running back. Uh, Mark Ingram picked up seven touches with only 30 yards, no touchdowns uh, last week. Three points last week and only 19.6 so far in the season. You can't rely on him as a, uh, as a running back too, you know. And he's someone you should start looking at trading. The Ravens' top choice of a running back is their quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Last week, nine rushes, 83 yards. You know, we all know who the better back is in Baltimore, and that is Lamar Jackson. And I don't think it's going to change. Um, look, look, look to get Mark Ingram out of your lineup. I, I don't, I don't see him going anywhere very far. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree with you. I think he's a bust as well. Um, he's one of those guys where there's a lot of hype around him, and it seems like he can do that. Especially when he was in New Orleans, it was the same thing. But he's always a better, like, RB2 almost. Like a really good RB1, a guy who's unreal, and he's a good RB2. That's where I see Ingram. So uh, I can't disagree with your opinion. I'm thinking of bust as well. Melky? Well, I guess it's that type of night. We're, we're just busting everywhere. Um, busting in tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to agree with you, boys. Um, and it sucks because I had him last year, and he was fantastic for me last year. But, yeah, he's a bust. Uh, they got Dobbins over there. And let's face it, the main running back is Lamar Jackson. Yep. So, And you know what? Ingram hasn't looked the same since he got hurt last year. He, uh, I think he had a calf injury near the end of the season, and he hasn't looked the same. And I'm going to label him as a bust. All right, all right. Um, Bob, why don't you uh, hit us with one of your booms or busts? Okay, I'll, I'm going to start with a boom right now because, Gooby, you've already brought him up this episode. DeAndre Hopkins. So he's a boom for me. So Detroit last week, he had 137 yards. On the season, he's got 356 yards, one touchdown. But I only see it going up from here. Kyler Murray is only getting better. They're believing in that system. They actually have an okay um, schedule, even though they're in a really tough division. So while I don't see it being a good year team-wise and standings, I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to show Houston why they're fucking idiots and their blunders. So he's a boom for me. It, it's only going to get better in there. And he is a stud. 
Yeah, I I I one hundred percent agree with you. Boom. There, there's no words that need to be said. It's DeAndre Hopkins. That's three booms here. Um, the man is gifted. He's got gifted hands. He's a great route runner, and he's going to actually make Kyler Murray better. That's yeah. the thing. Like you, you, you nailed it when you said Kyler is only going to get better, and it's because it's going to be the rapport that those two have together. Like it's, it's going to be almost a Watson and DeAndre relationship. So he's definitely a boom. Don't ever give up on this man. This man is a stud. Yeah, I, I think he's going to cover a bunch of Kyler's mistakes to come in the next few years because of just his football sense and how smart he is on the field, the way he can contort his body and catch, like you said, Melky. So definitely, they're just going to help each other improve, and Arizona's going to be a fun team to watch. Absolutely. Okay, my second player, it's a bust. <laughs> Gronkowski, boys. Oof. <laughs> And he's a bust because of where I think he's averaging being drafted in fantasy football as a tight end. Isn't it ridiculous? Just because of the name alone. You drafted a blocking tight end. Yes, <laughs> I completely believe that he is going to see red zone targets and have touchdowns this year. There's no doubt about it. It seems from their practices, that's what they're gearing towards. He's supposed to be the red zone guy. But I think he's just there in name and locker room chemistry type only, and it'll be a bit of a blocking tight end. So he's definitely a bust because where he's going to be drafted in fantasy football. And I also think that the team thinks OJ Howard is a better tight end, but they're running out of time on him. So this is kind of a kick in the ass to him as well. He needs to improve because he's a big boy. So bust for Gronkowski. What do you guys think? I'm uh, I'm going to agree with you. He. He's a bust. He hasn't looked the same, actually. I think taking that year off has done uh, worse for him than yeah. any better. It hasn't. He just looks like a, he's a step slower. Uh, like you said, he he's a blocking tight end, uh, and OJ Howard is a better tight end than him right now. Uh, but uh, you're right; he does need a kick in the ass. And Cameron Brate's a great red zone target. So it's always with Tampa. Are, are there enough mouths to feed? And Gronkowski just he just looks slow. It doesn't even look like he really wants to be there. Yeah, uh, that's the thing for me too. Yeah, it's just more the name, you know, with the the locker room presence. But uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely a bust. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I you know I spoke on it in the last segment on special delivery. Um, he's a package that you need to, or he's a package that if you lost, I wouldn't give a fuck. If I lost that package, he could fall off the truck for all I care. Fall off the bus. That he's taken to wherever he's going next next game. If he falls off that bus, I'd be like, if, if Tom, literally, this was this is how the segment would go right here. Gronk, Gronkowski falls off the bus. Tom Brady's like, hey guys, where's Gronkowski? Everybody probably shrugs their shoulders. Oh, who cares? On to the next one. It's it's <laughs> it's it's it's, it's no brainer. Gronkowski, if you have him in your lineup at all, get him out. He's a bust. Yeah. I, I could see people holding on to him too because they think he's going to get some touchdowns or he might get one in the next few weeks. No, no. Yeah. I think no. he should just stick to wrestling and he wasn't yep. good at that either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Melky. Mel yeah, Melky, who do you got going on over there? All right, well, I've got a couple of two interesting uh, candidates. Uh, you stole first, one from me, by the way. I saying. did, but you know what? It's a pretty good one. So I'm going to go wide receiver Justin Jefferson of Minnesota. He posted, he had nine targets, seven receptions, 175 receiving yards, 
Nothing one of beauty. One TD from Kurt, last name Cousins. Um, I think he's a boom. I think, uh, is this the new reincarnation of Stefan Diggs? Might be. They drafted him in the third round, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but he was the replacement for Diggs. The man can play. He's a rookie, so you got to give him time. But he's got skills, so I'm going to label him as a boom. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on the boom. Um, I don't think it's a replacement of Diggs. I think it's a replacement of Adam Thielen. The and like we said before on this uh, uh, on this episode, it's the Thielen aspect. It's a it's a Thielen it's the Thielen aspect where it's Stefan Diggs was number one wide receiver. I feel like we talked about this a couple times, and Adam. So he got the double team, and Adam Thielen blew the fuck up. For the per- for the last two seasons, Adam Thielen has been amazing because he's had that number one wide receiver uh, in front of him. So I think you know Adam Thielen's definitely the number one wide receiver there, and Jefferson's getting those looks now like Adam Thielen used to. And you know Adam Thielen had a breakout game, and he never stopped when Diggs was there. And now it's Jefferson's turn. Yeah, I'm gonna go boom as well. Uh... The way that Minnesota plays and spreads out the ball to their wide receivers, he's definitely going to see chances. I think for the exact same reason you just said why Thielen blew up is why he's going to blow up and possibly have one of the better rookie years because the pressure will be on Thielen. He's going to have more open space, and it's going to be one of those things where next season defenses are going to start planning for Justin Jefferson because now they've seen him, they Mm -hmm. know what he's about, and that's why people go into sophomore slumps. But I could see him being one of the better wide receiver rookies of the year that we're talking about for awards possibly at the end. I, I don't know if you guys can see this or not, but uh, he's no, right no. there. He's right there as the uh, first uh, claim for my waivers next week. Just saying, I know I got Adam Thielen on my bench, but I'm going to use his as a trade bait. So Nobody wants to trade with you. I keep telling you this. You send someone's wax- gonna want Jefferson, and I guarantee you, someone will say, "Hey, do you do you want something for Jefferson?" I'll be like, "Sure, why not? Give me something. I just need a running back. All I need is a basic running back. I don't need anything good." Bah, this is what he said about Crowder and Slayton, and they're still on your bench. <laughs> Anyways, Crowder's injured. And Slayton is playing for the Giants. <laughs> This is why nobody trades with you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, for my uh, second yeah. New England player, running back, good old running back Rex Burkhead. Old Mr. Reliable. I'm going to label him as a bust. Even though he did put up some big numbers, he had 49 rushing yards, he had two rushing TDs, 49 receiving yards, and a receiving TD. Cam is a touchdown whore. So those numbers aren't going to be consistent. And they are a running back by committee offense with Sonny Michelle, Burke, Burkhead. But they'll throw in like a linebacker if they have to. Like it, it's just Belichick, he doesn't systematically stick with one running back. So, And Cam loves to run too. So I feel like you can pick Burkhead up, but you just missed out on his great game. So... <laughs> I, uh, for that, for those reasons, I, uh, I'm going to label him as a bust. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you. The main reason I agree with you that he's a bust is what you said about Cam Newton being the ball hog that he is, even though he's a superstar and it works out. 
Um, but the one thing, well, one of the only things you knew every year, fantasy football, New England running back by committee. You do not draft a running back earlier anywhere from New England. You oh. pick them on streaming, maybe as your RB3 or as, you know, just your flex. But it's always dangerous unless there's an injury, which usually happens to New England towards the end of the season. And then one guy kind of picks up the workload for the last three, four weeks. But yeah, you never, it, it's a bust for sure for Burkhead. You're never drafting or picking up a New England. They have one good game and then you can't depend on them the very next game. Yeah. yeah. And how no. fired up is White going to be? Exactly. That's a big thing, man. He's going to, that guy might just go on a tear for Belichick right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to agree with you both. Uh, he's, he's a bust for me. Um, mainly for the point that uh, Melky put out and that you agreed with Ba. Uh, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the stats right now. Sonny Michelle, nine, nine, uh, nine rushes, 117 yards. Rex Burkhead, six rushes, 49 yards. Uh, JJ Taylor, 11 rushes, 43 yards. Cam Newton, nine rushes, 27 yards. It's a committee by like four or five people. Yeah, it, it's 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 a toss up in the air. Yeah, Sonny Michelle's gonna get the the most of it, but with that many people getting that many rushes, and they're what their third string JJ Taylor, Taylor getting the most, you don't know who's gonna get those touchdowns. You, you know where Burkhead shines in fantasy? He has a massive week, and then you trade him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I a hundred percent agree. But yeah, it's it's there's there's too many people that are, are touching that ball for a run and you can't you can't trust I, I, I say right now you can't trust a uh, New England running back. You know, Sonny Michelle, yeah, he could be a good flex player, but he ain't a two or a one. There you have it. Burkhead, you're a bust. <laughs> All right, Bob, let's uh, finish it off with um, Toonie Bets. Take it away. Okay, so my Toonie Bet for this week is Pittsburgh versus Tennessee. Now, there is a small asterisk beside this game because of the whole COVID situation. I'm hoping the game doesn't get canceled. So if it doesn't get canceled, I'm obviously choosing Pittsburgh over Tennessee for the simple fact of defense. I think the offense is pretty even keeled, even though I would still slightly favor Pittsburgh right now just because of Big Ben, how he's slinging it. We've got that Canadian flavor just going down the field. But that defense is scary in the black and yellow. So with the injuries, I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game, at least close, maybe you know 34 to 29 or something. But I see Pittsburgh taking it. Now, if that game's canceled... My replacement is going to be Indianapolis versus Chicago. And I'm going Chicago, Nick Fold. He's winning his second game in a row. And he's going to build up so much bullshit hype in Chicago. You're not going to hear the end of it from uh, Bear fans. <laughs> Nick Foles is like a fucking Fitzpatrick, man. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. He's always um, going to have a job. That's why. Yeah. Melky, who's your tuny bet this week? Okay, well, it always feels like I'm picking on New York, and that's because I am, because both <laughs> New York teams, you suck. Like, seriously, I would hate to be a Giants fan and a Jets fan, and I normally do pick on the Swamp, but I'm going to change pace this week, and I'm going to go big city, New York Giants, 
playing the Rams, Rams are going to annihilate them. That's my toonie bet for the week. It shouldn't even be a question. Or that no is the question. biggest upset so far of the season if the Rams <laughs> lose. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. Like The Giants, the Jets, the New York, it's just terrible. You, you, you can't get any worse. Like, look um, at the Thursday Maybe you can. <laughs> look at the Thursday matchup. The Broncos and the, and the Jets, like. Ugh, New York, you y'all are trash. This week, well, there there are those reports that if they lose, the Gase is finally gone. They're gonna fire him if they lose Thursday. Not that it matters. The Jets are shit. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with my toony bet. Obviously, you guys know me. I like to make bold predictions. And I like to make you know the uh, underdog look good or like you know not so underdog. But uh, I'm gonna go. Atlanta over Green Bay, 0-3 versus 3-0. and I'm picking Atlanta just to finally smarten the fuck up. They're not going to blow it? No, they ain't going to blow it. I'm going I'm to actually predict it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to predict, uh, you know, 38 to probably 32. I'm going to say Atlanta finally smartens the fuck up. Julio, two touchdowns. I'm going to say Julio gets two touchdowns. Calvin Ridley, one touchdown, probably 100 and something yards. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I think Atlanta's due for a win. They fucked up enough that they, they – I feel like the coaching staff is going to be like, look, we need to do something about this, and we need to make a statement that we can come back and do this. Um, so, yeah, ATL. Over Green Bay. Wow. There you have it. This is why you haven't won yet, but I like it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Like I said, I like to do the bold predictions. I don't like to pick on the shitty-ass teams like the fucking Jets. Okay? When you <laughs> Because I like to make it a little bit more difficult for myself. Okay? Well, I, I like the competition. The <laughs> so, I'm just bugging you, brother. On that note, guys, this was fun as always. Um, Gooby, you have any last words? Uh, no, not this week. I think uh, I think we're doing good, you know? Let's go Cowboys. Fuck the Eagles. Pretty much sums it all up. Uh, bah, honestly, man, uh, I just want to praise you and Anthony for your uh, Jays podcast uh, recently. COVID versus COVID? Yeah. Uh, outstanding, man. Um, I mean, I was irked when he didn't have get the umpire's name right, but it's okay. Yeah. That's why... Pencils, heavy racers. Any last yeah, words, man? Yeah, you messaged me right away, so I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the shout-out. Once again, thanks, boys, for having me on. This was a blast. I always love talking sports with you guys. We talk all the time. Um, and just quickly, I just want to give a super quick shout-out to my moment of the week. Goes to the Denver Broncos for the South Park crowd. Did you guys see that? The yeah. Denver Broncos! We didn't talk about that in our whole podcast. is named after the Simpsons. But that was my moment of the week, seeing Randy Marsh and everybody. Oh, there. buddy, I, I I threw that out on like a bunch of groups on my Facebook page. Yeah. I was going crazy. I was laughing so hard. I think the Denver Broncos got it good. And, you know, hats off to them because that, that was amazing. The only thing great that ever came out of Denver anyways. So it, it got five tight end goobies out of five. So you know, you know what? You know what made it the best is if they had on screen the whole uh Randy uh Randy Marsh going off like uh 
was it? America. He takes, yeah, <laughs> takes the show. This is America. I no, thought it was America. I wanted that, every bad play to be like the rabble, 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 rabble. Just imagine seeing people dressed up, like two security guards and then some some like random guys, Randy Marsh, and like he just like runs on the field, takes his shirt off. Oh, dude, this is Mary. That would have fucking killed it for me. Yeah, uh, Denver did it right. So, but on that note, boys, uh, remember friends are like condoms; they protect you when things are hard. Ciao. <laughs> See ya. Peace. Let's go here.